Hey everyone, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Tonight we're going to do another episode suggested by Luna. I don't know if it's the same Luna or a different Luna, but whoever this Luna is, she's the only one who wrote in about a Valentine's Day related episode, which wasn't a requirement or anything, but when I saw it I figured if I'm going to do it, kind of have to do it this week or uh, we're waiting till next year. So we're going to do it right now. If you like the episodes, don't forget to rate us and review us, submit your own story ideas, and all that stuff. I did put an extra episode up on Patreon this week. It's actually free to anyone, even if you join as a free patron. Um, but if you do consider supporting the podcast directly, it really goes a long way. That's all I'm going to say about that, because I say something about it almost every time. Um, it's time now to close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine yourself waking up on Spaceship. Oh, good morning, Spaceship, you say. Uh, what day is it anyways? It is February 12th, Spaceship answers. February 12th. That makes me think that something important's coming up soon. Uh, what is it? Are you thinking of Valentine's Day? Spaceship asks. Oh yeah, I was supposed to make a Valentine card and stuff like that for every single one of my classmates and friends. I don't have any of this ready at all. What are we going to do? Well, I could easily 3D print all of those things, Spaceship suggests. No, that seems really impersonal. I feel like they'll know somehow. I think we have to do something extra special. Something like go on a magical journey to find the things we need. I will search the star databanks for a suitable place. Searching now, Spaceship says. After a whole bunch of beeping and booping and a little bit of bopping, Spaceship eventually comes back to you. I have discovered a suitable planet. This planet almost seems to be designed after Valentine's Day. There are Cinnamon Heart Mountains, Little Pink and red chocolate forests, and the people seem to be obsessed with card decorating. That does sound like the right place to go. We should probably come up with a really creative name for it or something like that, though. Uh, like... How about the Valentine's Planet, Spaceship suggests. Well, like... Oh, fine, we'll just call it the Valentine's Planet. Let's get going, you say. Spaceship sets the course for the Valentine's planet, and after a little while, the spaceship stops above a huge, beautiful planet that's, you know, little hues of red and pink, with little white clouds floating above it. As you fly down towards the planet, you see a little town below you, a town where people seem to be running from place to place, carrying and exchanging little cards wrapped in red and pink ribbon. Behind the town is a huge mountain that looks like it's made of cinnamon hearts. Oh, what's that about, you ask, Spaceship? The meteorological reports indicate that this mountain produces a special ecosystem that causes cinnamon hearts to rain down from the sky. Is that actually possible? you ask. Apparently so, Spaceship responds. Okay, well, why don't we start by collecting some of those candy hearts, and then maybe the people in this village have cool Valentine's Day cards I can buy. Oh, we should probably head to the chocolate forest too. That sounds really good. Let's get going, you say to Spaceship. Understood. Spaceship carefully navigates the ship up the, well, 
Cinnamon Heart Mountain and lands at the very top. As it does, the ship sinks down into the mountain a little bit. The mountain is absolutely covered in cinnamon hearts, so deep that they almost resemble a snow-covered mountain, only entirely red and made of cinnamon hearts. The back hatch opens, causing even more cinnamon hearts to spill to the left and right. And you and Changer run out into them, take huge handfuls, and you put it in your mouth. And then you remember what cinnamon hearts taste like. Some love them, some hate them, but they're a very distinct taste. Changer takes a big bite as well, but he doesn't seem to like them at all. You grab a bag from inside the ship and you begin filling it with as many cinnamon hearts as you possibly can just shoveling handfuls inside the bag. And as you walk around the mountain, you start to push the cinnamon hearts left and right. Then, you hear a strange sound, a cracking noise, and then something that sounds a little bit like falling raindrops, only a little bit harder, like ice or possibly cinnamon hearts running down a giant mountain, you look below you and you see that the cinnamon heart structure has begun to collapse. Huge piles of cinnamon hearts are suddenly splitting from the mountain and flying down at at amazing speeds straight towards the town below. Oh no, this is entirely my fault you realize. You throw the cinnamon hearts in the back of the ship, and then you press the button on your watch, causing your spacesuit to fold out around your entire body. You go through the little options on your wrist, and you find one that looks like a snowboard. You quickly select the option, jump up in the air, and a snowboard shoots out from either side of your feet. It connects itself in the middle and you land on the ground atop the cinnamon hearts with a perfect snowboard. When you look at the back of the snowboard, you see that it has a jet engine set right at the end of it. You imagine the jet engine engaging, and, almost like magic, it does, shooting you forward and down the hill at incredible speeds. You begin to carve within the cinnamon hearts, left and right, down the hill, and soon you come to the part of the mountain where the avalanche is currently happening. In front of you is a huge wave of cinnamon hearts falling down the mountain, bashing into other cinnamon hearts, and creating a huge reaction where all of the cinnamon hearts begin rushing down the mountain straight towards the town below. You use your snowboard to fly up on top of the huge mountain, and then it feels like you're surfing a wave of cinnamon hearts. You will the jet engine to go even faster, and you fly right off the top of the enormous wave. You quickly get down to the village below and slide your snowboard to a stop. Spaceship, you say. Ice barrier! An ice cannon pops out of the wrist on your left arm and then out of the wrist on your right arm. At the same time, spaceship flies overhead and you watch as a giant freeze cannon emerges from the front. Now, you say, you and spaceship both fire your freeze cannons, attempting to create a huge wall of ice to stop the cinnamon hearts. You start from the left with one arm and the right from the other. As the huge blast of blue energy shoots out and hits the mountain, it begins to grow into an ice wall at the end. You work the huge ice wall in, and then you go in the opposite direction and start building it up even higher. Spaceship does the same. Soon, and just in time, 
you've created a gigantic ice wall dam to stop the cascading, well, cinnamon hearts from crushing the town. You will yourself to fly up in the air, and the thrusters from your spacesuit activate, bringing you high up above the ice wall and above the town. You watch as the cinnamon hearts crash into the ice wall. As they do, the ice wall slowly begins to crack on all sides. You fly over to the weak parts and begin blasting it with more freeze ray, trying to reinforce the wall as much as you can, stopping it from suddenly collapsing and allowing the little hearts to crush the village below. Luckily, it holds. The ice wall holds. Now, when it melts, the candy should have lost all of its momentum and just be kind of a giant mound of candy beside the town. A much better situation. You fly down to the town center below you, and all of the villagers begin rushing out. Oh, this is amazing, one of the villagers says. You saved our little Valentine's town. Thank you. Thank you so much. She reaches out and gives you a big hug that you really weren't expecting. Good thing you're wearing your spacesuit. All of the other villagers gather around you, each of them giving their own little thanks, nods of encouragement, waves of hello. Until a very important man wearing a strange red and pink top hat walks out. Hello, I am Mayor Valentine. And on behalf of the Valentine Village on the Valentine Planet, I would like to officially thank you for saving the village. In return, we are willing to offer you one boon. Uh, what's a boon? Oh, a boon is like a favor, something you can pick that we can do for you. Now, uh, what will it be? The mayor asks. You think about all the things you could possibly need. But then you remember the reason you're here in the first place. Um, could you make really cool Valentine's Day cards for all of my friends? Yes, that is actually our specialty here. People... We are to make the very best Valentine's Day cards the universe has ever seen. The savior of the Valentine's village deserves it. Hearing this praise, you wonder if you should tell the mayor that you actually caused the avalanche in the first place as well. But you decide to leave well enough alone for now, and you watch as all of the villagers begin running into their homes. You see through the windows as they use little scissors, faster than you could ever imagine using scissors. Little pieces of paper are shooting up in the air to the left and right of the people as they create the most amazing Valentine's Day cards the world has ever seen. Before long, the villagers begin to return to the town center. One by one, they begin placing their Valentine's Day cards in front of you. They're absolutely amazing. And they even have the names of my friends on them? How do they have the names of my friends on them, you ask? I provided a list of your friends, acquaintances, and classmates. Spaceship answers. Oh. Thanks, spaceship. That was really quick thinking. I really appreciate it. No problem, spaceship answers. Is there anything else you could use from us? The mayor asks. Well, I was going to travel to the uh, chocolate forest to get some chocolates as well. Is there anyone who knows the place very well that could take me there? You ask. Yes. I do, the man says. Follow me. The man walks over to what looks like a, well, a floating heart. He opens a door in the side of the floating heart 
and waves for you to come over as well. You walk over to the strange-looking thing. It's clearly some sort of vehicle. A floating heart vehicle. The front of it is covered in a slightly different shade of pink. Pink glass, you realize. You walk to the other side and you find a little door handle that you pull open. You jump inside and sit on a bench seat and close the door to your side. The heart floats up in the air as the mayor of the Valentine's village leads you towards the chocolate forest. As you lower closer to the chocolate forest, you see trees carrying all sorts of different chocolates, some that resemble Hershey's kisses, and some that are all sorts of different shapes, hearts, stars, squares, triangles, pretty much anything you can imagine. This vehicle is fully equipped to harvest candy from the forest. Shall I proceed in doing so? The mayor asks you. Uh, yeah, sure, I'd really appreciate that, you answer. Little robot arms pop out the side of the heart, and as the mayor flies through the forest, the little hands begin grabbing chocolates left and right and placing them in a hole in the center of the heart. Before long, the machines collected more than enough chocolates to satisfy any friends or distant acquaintances you're ever going to meet. So the mayor flies up above the forest and heads back to the Valentine's village. You can see the huge ice wall starting to melt in the distance as the cinnamon hearts begin to settle. The mayor lands the floating heart right in the village square once again. Then he presses a button on the center console and all of the chocolates begin to fly out into a pile right beside Spaceship. Spaceship, understanding what's happening, sends a little team of robots to begin to collect the chocolates and bring them into the ship. Before long, you have a huge bag of cinnamon hearts, a gigantic bag of chocolates, and the most amazing Valentine's Day cards the world has ever seen. It was... Nice to meet you all, you say to the mayor and all of the village people. You are welcome here at the Valentine's Village anytime. You will forever be known as the savior of the village. Once again, you feel a little bit of guilt at not mentioning the fact that you may have caused the avalanche, and you decide to tell them the whole story. You explain how you landed there and how it started to fall, and how you raced to save the village. At the end of it, the mayor just stares at you. Are you kidding? You didn't cause the avalanche. Our Valentine scientists registered a small earthquake at the time that it started. You being on the top of the mountain should not have caused it to collapse. You can rest easier knowing this, huh? The mayor says. Oh, well it is good to know I didn't cause the avalanche, you say back. Well, thank you again for all the valentines. I really appreciate it. People back home are going to love this stuff. You climb back up the ramp and into the spaceship the spaceship lifts up off the ground as the ramp closes. You lay down on the couch as the ship flies up through the clouds and out into the cosmos. You lay down on the couch and your eyes begin to get pretty heavy. You allow them to close and you allow yourself to just sink down deeper into the mattress. And with each breath, you relax a little more tension in your arms or your legs. You then let go of the tension in your stomach and your chest. 
your shoulders, your neck, and then even your face. And you allow your mind to wander to dreams of new things and new adventures to come. Good night, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>